Mega Metroid Podcast. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Dakota Lasky. Dak, how was your, your trip abroad to Iceland, my friend? Hey, how's it going, man? Um, it is, or it was, not it is, I'm, I'm, I'm back in the States, but uh, yeah, it was a good trip. It was pretty awesome. I can't wait to go back, actually. I did not get to see the Northern Lights, which was a bummer, and some of the island was closed off to us because of the weather. But we got to do a lot of cool stuff, got to do some hiking, see some landmarks and waterfalls, and got to see the countryside, and, and uh, get to see Reykjavik, which is the capital city, or the major city, and yeah, it was a good time. I, um, I was definitely happy to be back, because it was a, a lot of driving, <clears throat> a lot of driving, excuse me, and a lot of sightseeing, and just expending, expenditure of energy, energy. Um, I, you can tell I'm still kind of tired from it, but uh, and I was jet lagged from you know a few days afterward. But yeah, it was an awesome trip. I really hope to go back sometime soon. I definitely recommend it to anyone who can make it out there. It's really not. I mean, at least from where I'm from in New York, New Jersey, it's not a, a very like long flight at all. And um, I would like to go back in the summer months as well, because I I've, I'm I'm ready for the warm temperatures. <laughs> it's been cold and especially freezing there, because it's all flat land. So like. There's so much wind chill and a ton of wind. It's like nothing to stop it. But overall, yeah, it was a, it was a great trip. But I'm uh, happy to be back. That's nice. I'm, uh, I I saw a couple pictures. looked like a uh, like a good and fun time. So uh, yeah, I, I was uh, I was happy for you that you you got to make it over there. Um, listen, before we get into our show today and some stuff that we're going to promote, uh, I I do wanna. I don't know, spend a, just a quick second, um, just, you know, kind of acknowledging what's going on in the world. It's, it's been a tough week. I, I felt a little bit down this last week, as I'm sure a lot of us have. Um, and part of me always feels a little bit funky talking about Metroid or Zelda and like, you know, there's a war in this part of the world or there's some, some bad laws being written and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, just, just wanted to, I guess just wanted to, uh, throw out there for for everybody uh you know what's going on with russia and ukraine it's it's awful stuff uh, the laws that were passed in florida and texas are awful stuff and uh you know it, it's been it's been a tough go um so i guess uh, i guess you know if you're able i think that there's a lot of places that uh that are are taking donations um and actually we at omega have something lined up hopefully to uh to help some of our some of our friends in in the trans community coming up here pretty quick we're organizing something but uh i don't know i i guess i i always just kind of feel weird talking about video game stuff even though at the same time i know like you know people do need a break they do need some some levity i guess if you will and just distraction from from all the shenanigans going on in the world but uh you know it, it's a tough time and, and if you can help uh you know that would be awesome and uh, there's lots of places that that you can do that, and you know, hopefully, uh, you know, ho- hopefully these these pencil dicks like Putin and and Ben Shapiro and all the like kind of get karma karma finds them. So uh, just yeah, I felt like uh, I felt like maybe we should just acknowledge that at the top of this show this week. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, I I feel weird, kind of, you know posting about stuff as if it's kind of like regular nothing's kind of happening because it's definitely not the case um i know we've both shared a bunch of stuff and tried to amplify different voices and whatnot so um at the end of the day it's it's yeah it's i don't know how to approach it sometimes then it's like well what what is it okay to talk about stuff as if things are normal but i guess things really are never normal i just hope that everyone affected is you know finds peace soon and that you know things can kind of hopefully be resolved in a lot of different ways i mean especially what we're seeing both here domestically and and abroad, uh, yeah, it really sucks to see in it, and it also feels um, I don't know. It sucks to not have to not be able to do much, I guess, from where we're doing it, you know, where we are, I mean, so to speak. Uh, there's certainly, yeah, certainly things you can do, um, but at the same time, it's like, well, maybe I don't know. Sometimes you can think of it as like, well, 
maybe doing the show helps someone kind of <laughs> deal with what's going on in the world too. So I don't know. Uh, there's there's both sides of the coin. It, it's a it's a helpless feeling, at least for me. I'm sure a lot of people agree with that. Where it's like I don't know. Like I feel like you know we all want to be doing something, but uh, nobody's really sure what to do. So uh, yeah, we just wanted to throw that out there that. You know, we're, we're with everyone in the Ukraine and, and obviously everyone that was affected by some of those laws that, that were passed in the States. And uh, we'll, we'll have we'll have some stuff, uh, hopefully, that, that can help a little bit, you know, at least uh, some kind of something um, in the near future. So we, we, got, we got something cooking for that uh, over at Omega. But uh, there's no real great way to transition from that, but I'll try my best here. Um, we have... I've teased it before. I'm going to give it an official date. We have an Omega Metroid Direct on the 3rd of March. So the five-year anniversary of the Switch is when the very first Omega Metroid Direct is going to uh, is going to take place. We've got a lot of cool announcements to, uh, to share with you guys and uh, a couple different projects that we've been working on in the background. So I really hope that, that everyone listening uh, tunes in and... Uh, and you know, uh, checks it out because uh, I I think that it's it's going to be the cul- culmination of, of a lot of uh, a lot of months of, of collaborative hard work by by a lot of different people. So I'm I'm excited to to release that into the world, even though the world is, is a little bit messed up right now. Still, um, I I think that it's going to be a great a great thing for Metroid fans. It's going to be a great thing for people that are fans of our show. So March third, uh, you can check that Omega direct out and uh, i'm just going to release it on podcast form i think but uh so yeah m- keep it keep a lock for that that'll be coming and i'm excited about that uh well i was about to ask something um you just said it's gonna be in podcast form so i guess there won't be like puppets or anything like that it's not gonna be one of those kinds of directs i mean we still have time before before okay. the direct airs <laughs> if i can if i can find someone to make a little andy and dak puppet uh you know uh, that that would be cool on second thought, I don't want that. Now that you kind of vocalize it, I'm oh. <laughs> I'm okay. I don't need a puppet version of myself. That would be just charming, I think. Uh, but yeah, so that is March 3rd. The Omega Metro Direct. Keep your eyes peeled for that. Lots of cool announcements to come. Today, uh, we are, we're, we're going back to the well. We're talking about Metro Dread, but we're going to talk about it from a little bit of a different perspective and a perspective that we haven't talked about in, uh, it feels like a really long time. Especially now that the run is over, at least for now, and that is from the Super Smash Bros. Direct or uh, perspective, rather. Um, so, I mean, it seems like Smash Ultimate is certainly finished for now. Although I wouldn't say it's impossible that uh, that we see some more Smash Ultimate stuff in the future. Um, we saw like we saw a bunch of uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe stuff just announced not that long ago. So, I mean, I, I don't think anything's impossible, especially when you got a game with an install base like that, but, uh, you know what, actually, I'm going to pause right there. Dak, what did you think specifically of the Mario Kart 8 DLC announcement and just generally of that Nintendo Direct? Um, Because Doom and I had a little bit of a a disagreement about that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC. Okay, um, well, I, overall, I thought the Direct, it was, it was pretty good, even though there was a lot of stuff in there I didn't really care for. It had, um, the new Mario Strikers game, so really pumped about that. But uh, otherwise, yeah, you know, it was pretty whatever for me. I didn't think it was crazy. Uh, the the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe or whatever DLC. Uh, I mean, I'm always down for more tracks, but as far as I know, it's all new track. Or I'm sorry, it's all old tracks. Old like, tracks, all yeah. old tracks. Um, yeah, and they're not even from what I saw, even kind of like remade in many ways some of them might be but like i saw like they kind of look like they're from the the mobile mario kart game from like mario kart tour or whatever um they don't have like the new kind of finish that some of the original tracks that were bought back like they don't have the same kind of textures and look as nice but i mean it's mario kart like whatever i don't know at the same time uh, one of the like the big appeals i think of this new mario kart game is it looks really good especially in motion so i guess when you're you are moving in it maybe you won't notice but at the same time you might might take you out of it a little bit or just might not compare. Um, I'm pretty, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm really excited about it or anything, but it's cool. I'm always down for more Mario Kart tracks. Like, <laughs> that's, um, we'll see uh, if I end up tell getting me, it. I don't know. Tell me what you think of my pitch here, because I thought that this is actually a pretty solid pitch. So one thing that, that I think that Nintendo Directs have been sorely missing, the last two Directs, 
is that you know how the directs would always start off with like a Smash Bros character reveal and that was like a hype moment even if you didn't love the character it was still cool to see that kick off the direct I feel like um what would have been and could have been cool is if they kind of replaced Smash Bros character reveals with Mario Kart track reveals and let's say you have like the Samus pack and you like you get like four new Metroid like kart stages or the Zelda pack and you get that or like whatever right I think that would have been like really cool and really different rather than playing a bunch of old tracks like I, I just think that would have been a lot better, at least for me. Yeah, well, I guess it's like they still want to not like. I don't know if they want to make completely new content without just outright making a new Mario Kart game. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I would agree. That, I mean, I do agree that having completely new tracks would be a great idea, and having them from different franchises like would be solid. Because again, another really strong point Mario Kart Eight is it did bring in like Zelda, it brought in Animal Crossing, and all of that. Uh, I'm surprised there's been. I, mean, I wonder if they'll ever do like a Pokemon kind of crossover because then you're really getting into crossover territory. And then, yeah, you know, Metroid seems like it could certainly happen. Um, but uh, at the same, uh, I don't know. I guess it's, I don't know if it has the same like impact as the new Smash character, though. Like, I see what you're saying. It would totally be cool, but like at the same I time, mean, like. I, the, I agree. I don't think it does either, but I think yeah. it's better than opening up a direct with like Monster Hunter DLC or, or Fire Emblem Warriors, too, you know? Uh, yeah, but I mean, I know a lot of people are probably pumped for that Monster Hunters and whatnot. I guess it just doesn't feel very Nintendo specific, and it didn't have it doesn't have the same kind of hype as a Smash. Char- I mean, nothing's really the same as a Smash Bros. character announcement either. Um, and yeah, Warriors is is whatever. They should have started with Strikers. That would have been hype. But I guess if, if they had like a new pack every time for every direct, that would be cool. But it wouldn't. Yeah, I, I'm. I, yeah, it's obviously a, a good idea because it's new tracks rather than old tracks. But at the same time, like. I wonder. I would. I've always wanted this too, like a Mario Kart game that just has every track, like Smash Ultimate style. So mm. if they get to that point and they just have every track ever in the game, I would be totally down for that. So I'm also not against them bringing back the old tracks. I just wish it was kind of had a bit more like polish to it, and it wasn't like, oh, here are all these random. Here are a bunch of random tracks, and they all kind of look like they're from a mobile game um, instead of maybe having a more focused. Kind of announce right. it, or yeah, just bring back the old, or like bring in new tracks would be cool. But yeah, I mean, I'm not against that. Um, so yeah, so I, I thought that that could have been cool, but uh, I guess back on track here to what what we were talking about um, in terms of Smash Bros. is it does look like that is at an end for now with Smash Bros. Ultimate, but uh, you know, it's only a matter of time before the next Smash comes along, and uh, I'm presuming that that will be with whatever the next like Nintendo console is the, the, the switch Two, let's just call it. So switch pro and, and, or the switch pro HD new switch. So whatever. And you can bet that Mario Kart nine will be on that as well. Uh, it's pretty obvious that they're not making a new Mario Kart game on the switch at this point. Um, but we wanted to kind of delve into, uh, the next smash bros game and the possibilities that, uh, Metroid dread kind of presents it with. And, uh, I think that there is a lot of, different exciting possibilities that uh, you can incorporate from Metroid Dread to, like, to the next Smash Bros. game. Um, Particularly, I felt, in terms of stages, I I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I feel like, comparative to other franchises that are in Smash, to me, like, there's never been, like, a really great Metroid stage. There's been some that are, like, pretty good, and some, like, I, I think one in particular that's fairly memorable and has, like, a memorable hook to it. But when I think of, like, my absolute favorite Smash Bros. stages, like, no Metroid stages come to mind for me. So, and I think that that's where they could really take some cool inspiration from Metroid Dread and work that into the next Smash Bros. game. So we're just, we're going to kind of run the gambit here of, like, what could be incorporated from characters to stages to items to bosses to anything else. And, uh... We'll we'll bounce some ideas around and then we'll see where we where we land up here. Um, I'm excited for this, and uh, I guess Dak, you can kind of kick us off here with uh, why don't we start with characters here? And, and obviously, you know, there's one character that seems like a shoe in for the next Smash Bros. game. Uh, yeah, Kraid, right? Is who you're talking about? You're talking. Oh, about can Kraid. you imagine? Yeah. Oh, he's too big. That's the thing. It's just that's the problem. He's way too big, so I don't think it would work. They could do mini Kraid from Super Metroid, though. Yeah, but no one who plays Ultimate has played that game. <laughs> no, that's, like, that's okay. <laughs> Nobody's played Fire Emblem. It, it, that did all right. That's you not, know what? That's a lot of people play Fire Emblem now, though. 
Well, now, yeah. You know, they could bring in Kraid from Splatoon. From Kraid Splatoon from 3. Splatoon. Did you oh, mi- the, okay. big, the big it, fish thing? Oh, yeah, I saw I yeah, saw that it, tweet like, you put out. This is yeah. Kraid's, uh, Kraid's little cousin or something like that is, is shadowing in uh, Splatoon 3. Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, it would be a cool new Splatoon character, maybe. Though I don't really... Hey, there I don't, you go. I, I, there are probably some better options there, though. Um, yeah, I would assume you're talking about Ravenbeak. It's probably course. the the most obvious pick there. Yeah, it's again, it's a it's a shame that we're not getting like any new like Metroid stuff until you know the next game. But like we're still, I mean, it is nice that we got like Dark Samus and, and Ridley in the new one. But like we still have like other M Samus and Ravenbeak would been would have been so perfect as like in addition to the current Smash, you don't have to wait that long because I think by the time the next smash comes out like it might be another like completely different character or maybe maybe it'll be silix or something like that um and he also kind of came out like too late to kind of get involved in the last dlc run though i can understand people would have been probably a bit uh miffed i guess if the last dlc character was ravenbeak and not some crazy third party character so uh as much as i would want ravenbeak over sora or really anyone over sora uh, I know a lot of people would probably have thought otherwise, but yeah, Ravenbeak is pretty like the the clear front runner here to be added to Smash. Such a cool character and is like the iconic new character addition to the most recent game in the franchise. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that like you have so many like potential Smash worthy moves that this guy could could have like. You could you could almost do like a a similar type of like charge up shot for like your regular B attack where like he he has like his own version of the laser beam and like it can fire out like that big impactful laser that he fires um, when you're fighting him. I think that his up B moves could be pretty cool. Like there's a there's a version in the fight with Ravenbeak where like he's kind of doing his own little shine spark and I think that would be like so sick to have like him do that as his up B, which also serves as a recovery. I, th- I think that you could give this guy too like a like a third jump because he's got those big badass wings um but yeah like I think that you could uh you could probably incorporate his uh I don't know his turret or whatever it is into a side B and maybe he can just sit still and you know chain gun his way around that uh down B could maybe be his I mean there's so many options for for a fantastic move set for this guy and he just like he finally, he just seems so natural for Smash. Like, Dark Samus is great uh, as a concept, but, like, the character itself is a little bit lacking, I find. And then, you know, uh, after that, you've got three unique um, Metroid characters, but Samus herself could also use a little bit of a of a facelift, I feel like. So, um, and we'll get into that in a second. But, yeah, I just feel like Ravenbeak is, like, such an obvious choice for me for the next Smash Bros. game. He's He's big, he's imposing, he's... Like, he's literally the type of character that looks like he's built for Smash because he has, like, a unique look. He has a somewhat unique build where he's a little bit of a bigger, heavier character, but he can also fly. And you've got, like, just an absolute ton of ready-made moves ready to go for him. Um, So I I think that, like, even if Metroid Dread is, uh, I don't know, let's say five years old by the time that uh, the next Smash Bros. game comes out, which seems like a long time, I think that the chances of him getting in aren't actually, like, completely completely awful i think i could see that happening yeah it's weird because i mean it took dark samus mad long to get into smash but the only reason she kind of got in was well the only reason she got got in though is because she's a samus clone you know so like they that's they just ended up going out all out with that and then like ridley was a obvious choice for a long time but at the same time he's also has all different kinds of variations you know in terms of like skins then you have the meta ridley version again took a long time for that to get in um, so yeah, I don't think it's necessarily out of the realm of possibility. And at that point, you know, Ravenbeak will be around long enough where like if the development of a new Smash game starts, like that character definitely exists and they might not be like trying to include a character from a new Metroid game that might not be out yet or might also be in development at the same time. So it could happen. Um, I was actually thinking of a Ravenbeak very much so like a, like other DLC characters and he would have probably some kind of meter or some kind of like like gimmick or mechanic like that i was thinking he would like in the boss battle he wouldn't have his wings 
available to him at all times. Kind of like Sephiroth in, in Ultimate, where like yeah. he hits that mode and then he goes into one winged angel and he can he has he gets an extra jump and he gets the wing and whatnot. Um, I was thinking would be really cool is you have like two completely different characters. You have you know he doesn't have the wing at the, at the beginning like before his like he hits a certain percent or his meter gets charged or whatever it is and he's kind of really fast on the ground and slower in the air, which uh, is kind of how Ridley works at the moment. But then when you hit that mode and you get the the chozo wing mode then all of a sudden he gets a bunch of new jumps but he's also instead faster in the air and slower on the ground and kind of becomes a completely different character he might even have different projectiles at that point you know like in the first phase or earlier phase he has that like big slow moving orb he could shoot but then like later he's not really using it that much or really at all in the later phases when he's flying around in the air um his up B could change as well. I mean, you mentioned that the Shine Spark thing, which is very, very reminiscent of Pikachu's up B. You could have it the same move. Yeah, kind of, eh? Yeah. Yeah, just pretty much jump around like a three-point or three-like input kind of move. But then when he hits the new mode, he wouldn't have that anymore. He would have some kind of, you know, aerial attack or, like, whatever it is that would go along with him having wings. I think that would be a really interesting way to incorporate him into the game instead of just having him have access to all that stuff and also would allow him... It would also allow the developers to include more of his moves from the game by giving him different move sets at different kind of uh, modes that he's in. It would be like a forced, like, uh, like you know, multi-character, kind of like you have Pyro and Mithra, but you can't change on the fly. You kind of just, like, you're forced into that new mode. And, of course, like Sephiroth, like I mentioned, uh, that would be a really cool way to incorporate him. And it would fit into that, like, he's a boss kind of thing where, like, you're fighting him and he gets, like, he changes and you go into different phases as he gets, you know, you know, takes more damage. So I, that's how I would incorporate him into the game. Yeah, I think that that's pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, what do you think this guy's final smash would be? Ooh, see, I, I don't know. Like, does he bust out that one big move in the, in the game? Maybe like, uh, maybe that sun thing that he summons up. Actually, that could be a, a decent final smash. Yeah, there's that, and then there's one portion in the boss battle where the camera turns. And he, he, like, is firing his huge laser, but then he swings his arm cannon while it's still firing, and it's like a laser sword, almost. I could see mm. that being a final smash, for sure. You hit the button, and then he, like, uses the, like, the the laser, and he swings with it, and he kind of hits you. And then it goes into, like, one of those cinematics, or whatever it is. Um, or maybe it would be kind of like Samus's uh, final smash, where she has the big, like, beam. But then at the end, maybe he has, like, the beam swipe. It's kind of like a two-hit move. Uh, I think that would be the, uh, maybe not likely, but that's, that would, I could see that working pretty well. Yeah. If you really wanted to get wild, uh, how about this? You could do, you know, those final smashes where like you just tap B and you trap someone and it goes to like a complete cinematic, like the, uh, yeah, like yeah. the Captain Falcon one. Yeah. You could do that. And like, all of a sudden you could have like eight of those Chozo spear soldiers just beating this mofo up. Like, I, I think that would be cool too. I, I've, I'm honestly... I didn't like that they changed so many of the file smashes to like cinematic, like just hit, hit, like hit confirm cinematic super. Just it's kind of boring to me. Like one of the things I loved about when they first added the final smashes in Brawl is that a lot of them you had agency over your character and you can move around and do all kinds of stuff, and or at least like you activate something and you still can kind of move around. And some of them were cinematic or were kind of just like one touch, you know, kill confirms or whatever it is, but. There were a lot more, it felt like there was more diversity. And then by ultimate, it just like everyone just has, oh, they hit you and there's a cutscene that plays. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But like, it doesn't, like Donkey Kongs, for example, is a really cool like cutscene, but then it kind of gets old when you hit it all the time. And even though his Brawl Final Smash was also kind of weird and lame, um, if they made it cooler and made it work better, I think it would have been more interesting. Or like, I think even they uh, changed like Wario Man. That's just like a cutscene. Yeah, that was one. And uh, Pikachu is one that I was thinking. I, I agree with you, actually. I really yeah. like that you could like control Yoshi and control Pikachu. Yeah. Um, it, it it makes it a little bit less... Like, the cinematics are certainly cool. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I actually agree with what you're saying. Where I, I did like having control of like, all right, buddy, I got my, my thunder tackle or whatever it is, and I'm coming for you. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, th like, he is obviously the... Uh, the guy that comes to mind when you're thinking about uh, characters that could be for Metro Dread in Smash. But I will raise you this too. I think that another character that would be built for Smash Bros. is the Emmy. 
Um, and mm. I think that you could you could kind of make like a character that was an amalgamation of all of the different Emmys in there, which actually opens up like a lot of different move possibilities. So, for example, you could have like a side B move that incorporates the yellow Emmy and like it, maybe it's a speed dash. Your like your up B could be like your ice mi- or I don't know, like whatever, right? Like you could incorporate the ice missile, you can incorporate the wave beam, uh, you could incorporate the power bomb if you wanted. I, I think that there is a lot of versatility if you kind of combined all of these elements into one different character and like uh man, your like your final smash could just be you know, I, I know that we talked about not loving the cinematics, but dude, like, you final smash next to someone and you see like the Emmy cutscene from Metroid Dread where it just stabs you right in the face and maybe it does that and then sends a person flying off stage. I think that would be great. Um, and it, again, it's like, I think that what we really need in Smash Bros characters, like now more than ever because there's so many, is characters that are different. And, you know, I, I don't think that there's a whole lot of other giant lethal robots in smash i know that we got oh, wally we have, in there we but, have rob uh, bro yeah. rob, rob is the most most lethal large robot that you need in smash he's a menace i don't know I'm if i want two of those we could i i think that uh, the emmy would be like a, a really like cool character and you've got the the ready-made like different skins and stuff too that could correspond with the different uh like emmys that you see in the game so i i think that it would actually be like a super solid choice for uh for a character. Yeah. You know, actually when you first said Emmy, I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm really particularly interested in having the Emmy just cause it's like a character with no personality. <laughs> it's just like a robot. Like even Rob has some kind of a little bit of personality. It's a robot, but um, the more you described it, yeah, it would be really cool. Cause you could incorporate more of like, if they don't want to change Samus too much, you kind of get to incorporate more of Samus's arsenal in a way into the game. And you do have all those different skin options, and it would be a very cool and menacing character. Um, I, I mean, I, I obviously thought Emmy would just be like a straight up boss kind of in Smash, but yeah, that would actually, I'm, you've convinced me that Emmy would be pretty cool. Um, I think, and and also yes, I agree that if any character would still have a cinematic Final Smash, the the Emmy one just makes the most sense. Like you literally just do it, like you said, exactly like it is in Dread. Maybe even have it go to like you know, the game over screen or whatever. And then it breaks away back to the game and the character falls, like flies off. And like, and maybe it would have the counter there. Like if you hit you with the final smash multiple times, it would show like how many times the enemy has been hit or something, which is something dread should have. Um, yeah, that would be really cool. I'd be down for that. Uh, I, I think that, uh, upon, upon further investigation, like I, I kind of agreed with you. I was like, well, there's really only one option for, for Metroid Dread characters for the next playable character in Smash. But, you know, look at it a little bit closer. I think that the Emmy could be um, kind of cool. But I do think that if uh, if the Emmy is not a playable character, and I, and I don't think it will be, there are certainly opportunities to use the Emmy in other ways in Smash Bros. game. Before we get there, I feel like that's pretty much it for characters like from Metroid Dread that have a, a chance of making the next Smash game. We've kind of talked a little bit before about different ways that they could upgrade Samus's arsenal. And I think that there are like definitely a lot of opportunities for that. Like, you know, she still uses her missile as her side B. I think you could replace that with the storm missile or the ice missile or something. Um, the charge is just a regular charge shot. So, I mean, that's kind of, eh, you know, it is what it is. That's, that's fine. That can stay. The bomb, I feel like could be completely replaced. Even if they had like a power bomb or they could make it a cross bomb something to make that down B a little bit cooler. And uh, the screw attack is mostly fine as well. Although, I don't know, maybe they can make it look a little bit more flashy. I would love though, I would love to see Samus get a fresh final smash and like just go full Metroid. That would be so awesome if that happened. And you got to give us the dread suit as a, as a uh, costume. In the next smash. Well, e- even before you go there, I would actually, because you mentioned them, I think the Chozo Warriors would have a really cool, or be a really cool addition to Smash. Just like a really okay. raw, like, physical character, staff character. There really aren't any of those in Smash. It's like, so, I think there's an opportunity. You can even have the, the shield there. Pretty, like, I wouldn't think it would be a very complex character, but I think it would work really well in Smash. Uh, definitely not likely, but it would still work. Um, regarding Samus, yeah, definitely... I think Samus needs an update. Even like, I really don't think that we would see such a significant 
change up from Samus. I mean, all the original 12 characters are pretty much exactly as they've been for the longest time. And really, we've seen very small changes like to Mario or to Link or to Luigi. But otherwise, really haven't seen too much. I, I would like to see at least one or two new moves or something like that. Like, just give her, yeah, like give her a new side B or give her a different grab or something. Like, give, give, give her the melee counter somehow, just a little bit. Like, if you're not going to go full bore and just, like, completely change your kit, which uh, would be cool, but I don't think would ever happen. You've got to at least give her some, like, one one or two new things. Um yeah. Also, aside from that, I really think you you gotta incorporate like the new Shine Spark or Speed Booster, like some like give give her like well not the new Shine Spark but the new Speed Boost feature. Um, like maybe if Samus like you're playing a Samus and you've just like over time the more you like run on the ground you eventually build it up or something. Like it doesn't have to be exactly accurate to to Metroid because who runs in a straight line on the ground for long enough for that to even happen in Smash. But, like, maybe just, like, counting up the steps she takes and eventually giving that option to the player and, like, giving her kind of, like, an enhanced dash attack or something like that. Like, just mm-hmm. so- something unique to her that would incorporate Dread but also wouldn't, like, completely change things and make her a completely new character, which, again, I wouldn't be against that. I think that would be a nice, like, smaller thing that would still be significant and, and, and maybe not even too small, but it wouldn't be, like, a huge overall, or huge overhaul, sorry, um, in terms of her kit. I think that would be a really cool thing, and it would be a, another nod to Dread. And then, yeah, you got to give her the Dread suit and and the watermelon suit as well. Uh, yeah, totally. I feel I feel like maybe the Shine Spark could be like maybe it could just yeah the Shine Spark too. attack like that. I think that that could work if it was like because then you could do it like um, uh, the character is escaping me, but like there's a I think it's Mewtwo actually that I'm thinking of has like a teleport where like you can basically make it any direction. And obviously it's a recover move, but like I think that you could incorporate that with um like with Samus, make her her up be a shine spark, and like you just have the ability to go any direction. That'd be cool. I I, I think that that would be a, a welcome change. I, I if I had to pick like absolutely one thing, I think I would change her down B and just at least make it cross bombs or like so, like something. That that bomb that she has in Smash is just like so lame. I mean the, the Smash series has been around for like. 23 years and i think i've used that down b bomb like three times in my life it's just might as well not even be there so that's what i would change i still want them to do what was done in project m which was give her the ability to swap beams and have that as i mean just make that or down b just make a beam swap or something like that or or missile swap or something like that like that would that was such a cool idea back in npm and i'm surprised it really never made its way to smash um, so one place that I think that Metro Dread can absolutely deliver when it comes to the next Smash Bros. game is stages. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you agree with my assessment or not about Metroid stages, but I, I feel like there's never been a really great one. There have been some totally ones that disagree. had, like... Oh, okay, okay. Totally disagree. I feel like there's been some ones that had some interesting ideas, but they just didn't... They didn't really pan out, and I feel like... Uh, there's been some ones that are like super solid and that's fine, but it's, there's nothing like spectacular about them, I guess. Um, I think that like, man, the most obvious stage for me in the next smash game is the Emmy zone. And like, imagine like you have a stage and let's just say that it is half as big as that ridiculous Kirby stage. That's like this ginormous stage, but like, I'm thinking a stage that has like um, a couple different levels that you can run on. And then like, you know, every every now and then the alarm will go off and Emmy will pop out and like completely obliterate anyone that happens to be by it. Kind of like how um, Newport City has the, what's that thing called? The Chimera or something like that? Chimera, yeah. That, yeah, that, that guy kind of pops out and messes you up if you're too close to him. I think that could be a really wicked use of the Emmy in the next Smash Bros game. And I, I think that, like, man, you you just you add that sense of danger to the stage and you have, like, uh, a bunch of different spots where, like, the Emmy can come out of anywhere. I think that would be, like, a super solid stage. Yeah, that was, um, that was actually right, <laughs> what I had written down. Emmy Zone has to be in there. That's, like, the iconic new area and kind of area in Dread, and it's one that you can remember the name of easily, unlike everything else in the game. So... <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. This is the the obvious one. 
Um, you could have maybe you could either do it where like it has hard ceilings and it's just like a crazy like ricochet fest, or you give it you know fall through and like pass through platforms and you can make it like yeah multi kind of stage area kind of like uh you know a, a frozen portion of uh like Ice School Mountain from Melee or something like that. You just have all these different levels you're jumping up and down to a more chaotic um. There's that one stage, I forget which Smash it's from, where it's just like a flat, maybe like Tomodachi Life or whatever it is, it's just flat, like, platforms all stacked on top of each other. But this one would have, you know, obviously, like, the different areas and, and routes of, like, an Emmy stage or an Emmy zone. And then, yeah, you have the Emmy show up, and it could literally work just like it is in Dread. Like, characters are running around, fighting each other, get spotted by the Emmy, they get chased down. You know, you could, you could try to get spotted by an Emmy and then have it chase you and try and peel it over and pull it over to another fighter and then it picks up on that oh, one and it chases good. your opponent. Like, yeah, that would 100% work. And it would be a Metroid stage that doesn't have, like, lava or something, <laughs> which so many of them do, or acid or whatever it is. Um, so it would be a nice change of pace. Yeah, I think that this stage is, like, just an absolute no-brainer. Um, and, like... I just, man, I, the, the possibilities are, are very exciting to me. I was going to say that, like, the one thing about the Emmy Zone, but this doesn't even equate to Smash, but in Metro Dread, you have kind of a stillness to it and a, a lack of sound, which obviously doesn't translate over to um, Super Smash Bros. But, I mean, you could just get those Rock and Metroid themes in there, amp up the sense of danger. I mean, that would be that would be fantastic. This, this to me, is definitely the most obvious stage. And I have a couple others, but... Uh, yeah, I think that by the fact that we both had this, this is clearly the, uh, the direction that Nintendo probably should. And I bet you that they do go. I, I, I feel pretty confident that an Emmy state or an Emmy zone is going to be in the next Smash Bros game. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I actually think it would work without like an other Metroid music on it. I mean, you have, for example, the, if you remember the Wario stage, uh, Gamer, that's a stage that doesn't have any music. It just has, like, creepy yeah, sound true. effects. And I think that would work for this. Like, not every Smash stage has to have, like, crazy bombastic music or whatever it is. Um, I mean, you've been... Well, have... I guess you can probably choose, too, in the next game. Well, so if you want to yeah. have, like, the creepy silence, you can have that. But if you also want to listen to Brinstar rocking in the background, you could do that, too. Right, yeah. I'm just saying it should definitely have, like, a default kind of soundtrack or background music where it's just, you know, what you get in Dread and it's really not much at all. And then, yeah, obviously, you'd have the opportunity to put the other Metro music there. I just having that, I think, would still work. So, uh, would would totally be down for that to kind of be preserved from Dread. It doesn't necessarily have to have music. You can cho choose to do so and add it, but otherwise, having it kind of uh, reflect how it is in Dread would be really cool to fight on. I think. Um, so another another place that I think would make an interesting stage, although I don't I, I don't have any like special gameplay hooks for it necessarily versus rather i just like would like to look at the imagery um i think that you could have elon as a stage and and for anyone unfamiliar elon is where kind of the the secret of zdr lies and that's where the x are locked up i i found it and i still find it a little bit odd that for whatever reason um smash just like completely glossed over metroid fusion in terms of stages so i think that like you could kind of retcon that in a way by having Elon as a stage, because while it is a Metroid Dread stage, it's very clearly influenced by Metroid Fusion. So, like, you could have the X flying in the background. Uh, maybe maybe if you wanted to get a little bit more interactive, you could have Core X pop up in the stage, and, like, you could just have to bash them away before you continue on with your fight or whatever. Um, but I, I do think that uh, it would be a good opportunity just to have some kind of stage where, like, there could be some reference or visuals to the x because i yeah I, I think that that was a little bit of a of a missed opportunity from i guess that would have been brawl was the first game post uh, metroid fusion to release and uh yeah it, it it always was strange to me that we never got that but i think that elon could be a cool place oh uh, well again another thing that i wrote down and you put as well i 100 percent agree not only on elon being a good stage you have the x flying around and it's really, like, aesthetically such an awesome area to look at. But, yeah, F Fusion got snubbed. I mean, a bunch of Metroid games did as well. You know, Hunters just got trophies, really. But Fusion really should have had should should have some kind of representation. I would be okay with it kind of somehow indirectly getting it through Dread. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there isn't even, like, an SIX kind of 
skin, you know, having maybe just a Samus with, like, dead eyes looking through or something like that. I don't know. I guess it wouldn't translate too well to Smash in that case. But yeah, Elon would be a good, like, spot to kind of fulfill both of those things. Like, having Dread representation in a way, kind of fusion representation. Really awesome area of the game. And you can, yeah, have a bunch of different interactables. Uh, the Core X is a good idea. I was actually thinking of the X could be used a different way, but also on the stage too. And maybe, like, flying around, you can pick them up and and you know get your health refilled or whatever it is that they have like flying health refills that move around and kind of get away from you or get closer and towards you and you know fly around and whatnot like they do in metroid that would be perfect you could have like a bunch of them flying around in the background yeah really awesome area and um i think would work really well and speaking of areas that would also look really cool and would just be awesome to fight on even if they're not like super complex anyway but iterash is just, I think, and also a pretty obvious pick in terms of places that should be represented in Smash. Especially, you know, the portion of where you fight Ravenbeak on. You just have that, like, huge uh, skybox in the background with the clouds. And you have these huge statues and banners overlooking you. You have the, the throne right in the back. Uh, you, it could be a pretty simple stage, you know. Just maybe have, like, not, like, one platform in the middle. Or maybe, like, kind of be like a... Uh, Kalos Pokemon League, we have like two platforms on the side, you can maybe jump on the statues or the bases of the statues, otherwise kind of have a flat stage, but aesthetically, this area would be so sick and would be a great home stage for Ravenbeak. Yeah, I agree. Um, that I, I was thinking of that place as well, and and again, yeah, like you said, not really like a, a stage with a hook or anything like that, but, uh, you know, just a nice stage, cool visuals, and, uh, you know, it would make a perfect stage for Ravenbeak. Um, so yeah, that would be cool. I don't know that there is like another like area for Metroid Dread that, that really makes sense for, uh, for boss location. Like, I feel like we have a million fire locations for, for Metroid stages already. So Kataris is out. Arteria is, uh, in fact, like all of them, I feel like are like, they're all, they're all fine areas, but I, I don't know that they, either one of them stands above the others as like an area where it's like, Wow, this particular section could be like a really cool and engaging part of uh, you know it could work well in Smash. So I I think that I mean certainly the Emmy Zone is like numero uno, and then uh, uh, Iteration Elon I, I feel like also make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, but hey, maybe we're maybe we're not thinking of something. I uh, I think that's the kind of an issue just with Dread is that a lot of the areas just don't they don't necessarily like by looking at them you wouldn't be like oh this is from Dread. Um, in some ways, like, yeah, you have kind of like fire, generic fire or watery or icy areas or whatever. Um, and the areas that are very much, you know, you know, they're from dread. Um, I think we kind of named already though. There's also, I mean, maybe not. Cause there's also Ferenia. You could maybe do something from Ferenia. That's kind of similar to Elon. Um, mm-hmm. maybe the experiment, um, Z 57 or whatever area, like the big lava drill or siphon, and having that guy kind of just crawl around and swipe around at the stage, that could be cool. Um, yeah. Those... I just, I don't know if I can do another fire stage for Metroid. Yeah, that's I, I feel true. like we've got so many of those already. That's true, yeah. Um, I would just, I would, oh, or maybe like uh, the Corpius boss stage area with like the, you have those. Yeah, you know what? Okay. The that tree, cool. the tree in the background with like the half sunken statue and you have, you know the water the, the blood mist on the yeah, ground. Yeah, like that would be a cool area. There's the, you know, as much yeah. as there are some kind of more generic areas in dread, I, I, will, I will say there are a number of, you know, specific iconic or recognizable, maybe is a better word, uh, to dread and yeah. more reminiscent of, of dread and more specific to that. So I, I would, I could say those areas might also be cool. I'm not sure what the gimmick would be, but, uh, would definitely be plausible. Uh, the only, the only other thing I have, although this is probably part of the Emmy zone is like the, uh, the central unit where like mother, not mother brain, but I mean, basically mother brain shows up and there's all the Rinkas and the turrets firing at you, but that, yep. that could probably be worked into the Emmy zone stage somehow. Um, so yeah, in terms of, uh, in terms of items, I was actually kind of drawn a blank about what we could use that isn't in smash already. So I wonder if you thought of any like cool, specific, like dread items. Yeah, I have, well, I actually have a bunch. Um, so okay. first off, the X Parasite itself, I think, would just be a cool item that wouldn't wouldn't be in like an activatable item. It would kind of be like the Smash Ball. It just shows up on the field and would be you know would fly around and you could pick it up for for healing or whatever it is. 
Um, you mentioned the central unit. I think the central units would be cool assist trophies. You have that opportunity there to incorporate them as assist trophies. Same with the core X, another really cool assist trophy that could kind of float around near, you know, a, an opponent that they've used it on or everyone else that's on the field and you got to have to dodge it and attack it and break, you know, just like you would any other or many other assist trophies or actually so a lot of assist trophies actually you can attack as far as I'm aware. Um, I've, I've admittedly not played with assist trophies very often, but maybe this could be one where you do like fight back a little bit. At least you could shoot it and it would bounce around and, and stray away from you. So those would be really cool assist trophies. Uh, in terms of regular items though, I think, um, the flash shift would probably be a good pickup. I don't know how you would incorporate it as like a pickup and like what it would look like, but you get it and then every character, you know, just like, you know, when someone picks up the, the screw attack, you know, their jump is replaced with the screw attack attack. Maybe they, uh, when they air dodge in the air with having picked up the flash shift, they get the actual air dodge, the air dash instead of an air dodge. So like, that could be a really cool item. Uh, I think that would probably be the one that would work the best in Smash. It works really well with like on a 2D plane because Dread's also in a 2D plane, um, and it just it it also contributes to the the movement of the characters. It isn't just like something you pop and it does something like it. It would change right. how you play it, so it would be unique in that facet. Um, and yeah, it would it would move around with like the the air dodge rather than just your jump or something. So you could still jump if you want to. So I think that would be really cool. Um, uh, aside yeah, from that, sounds pretty good. Aside from that. I wonder, how about this, though? I wonder how about this. What if, like, for an item, you could get, like, the Omega Cannon or something? Kind of like, you know, how Kirby has that mm. three-item that three item gimmick where you have to collect all three pieces? Like, imagine you collect, collect a brain and you collect, uh, I don't know, four pieces of brain or something like that that fall down. And then when you have it, you got your Omega Cannon and, like, pow! Hmm. That could be cool. Although, I guess it's kind of similar to the Kirby item in a sense, but I think that would be cool. Actually, I really like what you said about the X-Parasite. Although, I think... I would make the X Parasite a uh, assist trophy. Okay, yeah, that would also work. So I was thinking like the X Parasite being an item and the Core X being an assist trophy, but I would also see them be an assist trophy. I just think I don't know how they would incorporate it because like you pop the assist trophy and then like it's not like what would it, it? It wouldn't really attack. Would it attack something? I guess maybe you get like the frozen X Parasites and they damage stuff when they attack them, um, or maybe it just does so damage to opponents that aren't you and if you touch them it heals you if it touches someone else it does damage that could work i could see that i, I got an idea what about this you have uh, an x parasite as an assist trophy and you throw it and it kind of absorbs your nearest opponent and you know how ditto in smash bros makes like a, a gooey version of uh whatever character that it that it has yeah maybe you can do something similar with the x where it's like kind of a copy of a fighter but it's just like hmm. it's just fighting this guy it's so like Let's, let's say that it copies Donkey Kong. You have, like, an X-Parasite version of Donkey Kong. And, like, now you and this X-Parasite Donkey Kong are both beating up the real Donkey Kong. That could be cool. That would be... I, I like that idea. That'd be cool. Maybe to even make it more like the X-Parasite, maybe you you hit the X-Parasite assist trophy and it flies around for, like, a limited amount of time. And then you have to, like, get a kill uh, in that window. And then if you kill something the X parasite will go over and, and just like in Metroid and just like a Metroid fusion and you know, it'll go over and, and in dread as well. Um, and, and make a copy from like the downed, you know, or like the off that death, I guess, even though you get kind of, I guess, cause I guess at the same time though, smash characters fly off the screen. So I'm not sure how it would work, but like it could just get activated by that. Like it would be instead of just like immediately making the clone, you have to get a kill in that time and then the clone will be made. So it's kind of like Metroid, um, that could be cool, but yeah, I, I like the idea of creating like uh, a character you can copy someone and then fight against them. That'd be really cool. I like that. Um, I would say the only thing I'd maybe add is maybe add the storm missiles, just like give everyone like an attack that just like hits all the other characters nearby and just like shoots missiles off from them. That might be a cool addition as well. Uh, yeah, I think that that could be cool. Um, maybe. Uh... Actually, no. I guess that that wouldn't work. I was gonna, I was gonna say maybe some of the uh, Aeon abilities, although the ones I was thinking of aren't actually from Metroid Dread. Um, let's talk about bosses here because I I think that that's been like a pretty fun part of uh, past Smash Bros. games. I guess they didn't really do it in a similar way. Well, no, that's not, that's not true. They did have a ton of bosses in in Smash Ultimate. What am I talking about? Um, yeah, World so of I, Light. I do think that there. Yeah, I do think that there is. Uh, a couple cool opportunities for some bosses in Metro Dread. 
Um, I would say that if the Emmy is not a playable character, that like an Emmy should absolutely be a boss, even if it's going to be included as part of the stage. I just think that, like if you have a story mode and like, man, that'd be cool to fight that Emmy off. Like uh, I just, I just think that that would be great. You know, we fought Ridley before in the past and, and that was awesome. Um, but I, I think that the Emmy would be a really engaging like boss fight and if not the emmy i think that you could probably throw in what you who you were talking about earlier the chosa warriors um because mm-hmm. i i i really think that like the next smash bros game is gonna have raven beak i i believe that so this would be an opportunity to have like a metroid boss but something that's not raven beak because, you know, you've got your big boss in the game. But maybe something that's similar enough so that it wouldn't take, like, a ton of coding to to make. And I'm just stretching here. But, like, maybe maybe this boss is somewhat similar to Ravenbeak, but, but different enough that it feels unique. Um, so I think that that could be a good one. But, I mean, man, it would be so, it would be so awesome if you could just fight Big Daddy Kraid in, in the next Smash Bros. game. I mean, we fought Ridley a bunch of times before... We've seen Kraid in the background of Brinstar Depths for forever. I think it'd be cool to fight uh, to fight Kraid. Yeah, I agree. I I have a bunch of similar feelings as well. I mean, ultimately, I feel like no pun intended, but Ultimate didn't do like. I wish I'd done more with bosses. Like it only added a few new bosses. Most of the bosses are from the previous games. Like you have uh, like Dracula was added. Rathalos was a cool add. Marks from Kirby was a really cool ad. But other than that, like, there aren't really any new bosses that I can remember. It's like the Brawl subspace bosses. I, I gotta throw out uh, Ganon in there. I love seeing Ocarina of Time mm, Ganon yeah. in there. Um, yeah, that's true. Ocarina of Time Ganon is also cool. But that that character was also in Smash already as, yes. as Ganon's uh, final Smash. So, I believe... Um, yeah, there's a lot more they could have done. I wish I wish we'd I mean, I still miss subspace. And I wish like we'd get like a new subspace with all the characters we have now. It's unfortunate we don't have that. World of Light Pales is in comparison. Um I yeah, I hundred percent agree. Kraid would be a really cool addition. You add Kraid. If the Emmys aren't a character, a boss for sure. I think Corpius is uh, a pretty awesome ad for a boss, just because they're a really cool boss, you know, fighter. Or boss character, you'd have like you know these really long range attacks. You have the invisibility, and then you could even have it you know include that stage we mentioned earlier. That'd be really cool, and it's a a pretty memorable boss because it's like the first one everyone saw from Dread. Even mm-hmm. people that probably haven't played Dread or have no intention of playing Dread probably have saw like maybe the first gameplay or the trailer or whatever, and Corbius was in that. So definitely like one of the if other than Ravenbeak, one of the more memorable and, and noticeable, I guess, and recognizable bosses from Metroid Dread and a really cool design. Uh aside from those, I really think Ravenbeak X would be a sick ad as a boss. If you're if cause especially yeah, if you okay. have Ravenbeak as a fighter, to have Ravenbeak X in there, because you also get a little bit of Kraid, you know, <laughs> thrown in there because it's like made of Kraid as well. But yeah. it's a really crazy boss design, and you just plop that on one side of the stage and have, you know, this huge fight with Raven Beak X would be absolutely, absolutely sick. Yeah, I can get behind that. That would be really cool. Uh, yeah, that's, actually, that's actually a pretty exciting combination. I, I wish that like, we would have learned a little bit more about that in the actual Metroid Dread game. I know I'm going on a tangent, but man, that Crate X and Raven Beak X, ah, I wish we would have got to explore that uh that monstrosity a little bit further but yeah actually corpius is a good one i think that the you know because because he was marketed as as much as he was in the lead up to metro dread maybe that even makes a little bit more sense than um than than even the emmy would really um so yeah i i can totally get behind that but yeah raven beak x that would be awesome Maybe that could be Ravenbeak's final smash. He just turns into that big guy. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say that, and you didn't mention it. I was like, oh. okay, cool. I'll keep saving it for bosses. But yeah, you have. If, if anything, you can just use Ravenbeak X as either most most likely a cutscene kind of boss for Ravenbeak, which would work really well. Um, though I, I will say though, I think the Emmys are still a pretty go to choice for a boss if they're not yeah. gonna be a, a stage hazard. I will say like as much as I you know. Uh, 
said a lot about Corpius. The Emmy is still like by far the most recognizable enemy from Metroid Dread, and even if they're not like a true boss in a sense, they are a, they are boss characters in yeah. in Metroid Dread. So I think they are the most recognizable bosses. So I I think you got to have. I don't think the Emmy would happen as a fighter. I really don't. But I do think that getting like the Emmy zone as a stage with an Emmy stage hazard or just an Emmy boss for the, the, the single player campaign is very likely and would probably be the route they go. I agree with you, actually. I, I think that it's almost, if I were to say, put a percentage on Emmy being like a, a playable character, I'd, I don't know, 15% chance maybe. But if I, if you asked me to put a percentage on the Emmy showing up in some form or fashion in the next smash, I would say damn near a hundred, like between, between a stage hazard, between a boss between an assist trophy, between a character, I, I think that it's coming. Uh, I really think that that Emmy is coming. So absolutely, yeah, that could be a that could be a good way. Uh, last thing before we get out of here too, um, stuff that they could incorporate from Metroid Dread is you know I, I know that the soundtrack isn't uh, maybe as strong as a lot of other games in the series, but I do think that there definitely are some cool tunes that they could incorporate from there. Um, specifically, we talked about the Emmy theme from earlier. That might make kind of an, an eerie setting for the Emmy zone stage. If it was just like the quiet, like little beeps and bops and drips or whatever it is that you hear in the background. Um, I think that the, the Ferenia theme, which is the theme that you hear in the trailer would be like really cool if they could like maybe like make a, a rocking version of that would be yeah. awesome. And, um, the Arteria theme, I, I think that again, you give it a remix and maybe you give it a little bit of punch, a little bit of spice. And that could be a really solid track that is kind of one of those classic Metroid, like uh, rock opera tracks that, that I love so much in the series. So I think that there is some pretty good opportunity for uh, Metroid Dread music to make its way over. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even have a section of my notes for, <laughs> for Dread music. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Um, I would assume they would put something from Dread in in the next smash in terms of music but i honestly didn't even write that down because yeah i couldn't think of anything that i would really that are like oh i need this in the game because i'm not gonna lie to you either neither did i but we talked about music earlier and i was like all right i'll uh i'll think of some tracks but you know what i actually i do think that the frenia track is pretty good i think that the arteria track is pretty good and uh that quiet emmy zone track i think could be quite cool yeah i think that's the one that would be the most like needed for me um, all right. Anything else that uh, that you can think of for Metroid Dread that would make uh, uh, a good addition to Smash before we get out of here? Hmm. Uh, other than we mentioned, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, oh. Um, for an item, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't make turn people into like it wouldn't change their form or anything. But I think the spider magnet, if they could somehow include that as an item, and maybe allow characters to walk on walls or and ceilings and whatnot. Like, that would be cool. That might be... That's something I realized I have on my notes that I didn't mention. Um, yeah, I, I would be I would be down for that. Maybe the spider magnet. Though that's not like... That, that is from Dread, but I guess it's not as iconic as, like, the, the, the flash shift or anything like that. But that might be a cool addition. I don't know. Yeah. I think that could be maybe dependent on the stage, too. Like, maybe if you get that item, there's some spider tracks in the, uh, in the Emmy Zone stage or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I think that, like... Smash has gotten so, like, intricate and complex that, like, almost anything is possible now. Like, certainly there's more available options than there were, you know, when we were talking about what what could happen in Smash Bros. Brawl or even Smash 4. So, um, you know, as as much as we've thrown out some, some maybe unorthodox ideas here, I actually have, like, pretty good faith that, like, if they want to do something in Smash, they can almost make anything happen at this point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's been the case since... You know the melee days. They made Captain Falcon a character, and by that, before that, he had, and still to this point, he's never left his his ship in his own games. And they gave him a whole, you know, a, an entire move set for a character that you can't fight with. And, and they've done that for a bunch of characters too. So there's there's anything is possible in Smash, right? That's kind of the one of the beautiful parts of it. And they could certainly get really creative with what Dread has had to, to bring to the table. Well, there it is. We want to know uh, what you would put in from metro dread in the next smash game let us know if you agree with what we picked and if we missed anything and uh make sure that you are tuning in march 3rd 
for that Omega Metroid Direct. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff there, um, including, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're putting something together that uh, can hopefully benefit uh, uh, a few people down the road. So that's going to be announced during the Direct. So yeah, lots of good stuff to come. Uh, but for now, we are uh, going to get out of here. We are out of time. So we want to encourage everybody to head on over to Twitter. Give us a follow at Omega Metroid Pod, at Spateri316, and at DaxCity underscore. And uh, check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spot, you know the drill, wherever you get your podcast. Like and subscribe. Recommend us to that Metroid fan in your life. Uh, that's it, everybody. We are out of here, and we will see you March 3rd for the Omega Direct. Until then, take care.